Scott Noakes is in studio. Scott is a uh, Monmouth County, New Jersey native, and he was deeply impacted after the 9-11 attacks. He enlisted in the Marine Corps when he was just 17 years old. He served two tours in Afghanistan in both 2010 and 2012. He also served as a volunteer firefighter where he once saved a young boy from a fire. But while he was overseas, Corporal Noakes contracted dysentery and all the complications from that have him, I guess, uh, blind today, Scott. Uh, you'll tell me exactly uh, what your medical condition is, but he's now gone on to uh, become a major, major impact with Tunnel to Towers. And he, uh, in fact, is going to get himself a smart home very, very shortly. Scott, first, tell us exactly what happened when you were away and how, in fact, you ended up uh, with the medical issues you've got today. Uh, yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. You got it, pal. Uh, Just call me Sid. Don't call me, sir. Okay. All right. I mean, you want Scott and Sid. Gotcha. <laughs> so I got a new job. <laughs> uh, so in 2010, uh, I deployed for my first time. Uh, we were living pretty remotely in northern Helmand Province. I developed dysentery there. And then again, on my second deployment, we were operating remotely throughout northern Helmand. Uh, where I got dysentery again, I came uh, how back. Do you, how do you get dysentery? What's the? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm no, not. It's uh, you ever play the Oregon Trail? Yes, <laughs> pretty yes. much that way. You just gotta drink bad water and eat bad food. Gotcha. Uh, so we were just you know drinking water from the tap right there and eating bread that was made with feet and just pretty unsanitary conditions. I don't think I showered for four months on my first deployment. Wow. Uh, besides baby wipes, uh, and I came home and I actually had mold in my barracks, which didn't help at all. And then uh. I got out shortly after. Before I got out, I had uh, some blood in my stool. I was vomiting occasionally, and uh, I had fever spikes. Uh, got some blood work and everything done from the Naval Hospital. I was told I was okay. Uh, got out, started uh, trying to pursue a career in firefighting, and I just got sicker and sicker with stomach issues until uh, September of 16 when I f- eventually went septic. Uh, the medicine that kept me alive ended up taking both my legs below the knee uh, all the vision in my right eye and about 85% of the vision in my left eye. And uh, we believe it's multi-chronic toxic exposures uh, due to my time in the service. Uh, yeah, so that's that's how I'm here like this. Now, you did, oh, you went through all of this, I should say. Yes, sir. And you actually ran the 5K marathon. I was set up to, I was, uh, I was set up to do the 5K when I was in the hospital with Team Shamrock. Uh, before that, I had actually done the tower climb twice. So I did the inaugural year of the tower climb at One World Trade. And you've done the tower climb twice since all this happened to you. I did it twice with my legs and my vision, and I've gotcha. done it three times without. Wow. Uh, I was supposed to do it this last year. I unfortunately hurt my leg uh, about two weeks beforehand, so I couldn't participate, but I was there at the top able to hand out medals to the, to the uh, climbers. How'd you do that? I'm just curious. I mean, it's got to be all hard because, again, you don't have your, the legs you had before. You don't have all of your eyesight. I can't imagine the amount of heart that goes into that. So how did you do it? Well, the way I look at it is is I wasn't wearing 100 pounds of gear, and mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to make the largest rescue effort in the history of the United States, if mm-hmm. not the world. So I kind of look at those firefighters and police officers, Port Authority, and everybody that made their way up those towers that day, mm-hmm. and that's that's why I do it. That's why I will continue to do it as long as I can because if – you could do it with all that gear and people coming down the stairs, and you're no like you have to go. They had to go 90 floors to even fight the fire. Like, I can walk 104 in gym mm-hmm. shorts and a t-shirt for a great cause. You know what amazes me, Scott? Uh, people like you again. This is U.S. Marine Corporal uh, Scott Noakes. What amazes me is, and a lot of you folks are like this. You went through all this trauma, 
And now you have to deal with all these issues. And there's some significant issues here. Let's be honest. Sir. You never know. I mean, I don't know if you guys, I often say they must be acting. When they're home alone, they've got to be really pissed off. Um, but when I met you a couple of Fridays ago and seen you in studio today, you seem like a pretty happy guy. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky. I'm alive. Uh, yeah, I woke up, I was a vegetable. So the fact that I can move and feed myself is pretty nice. Uh, so it's, I'll be honest, I wasn't in the best mindset mentally. Like, I wasn't mentally in the right place. How depressed did you sick. get? I got to imagine you got very depressed at some point. I was more depressed before I lost my vision and my legs. And why is that? I don't know. I think because I had those uh, those injuries you couldn't touch mm. uh, coming home mm. from the board and everything where it's harder mm. in your head. But now that I wake up, it's I don't have time to be sad. I have to put my legs on to let the dog out. Wow. Or I have to put my legs on to come up here. So right, right. You, I, have a, I have a different outlook on life because I've almost died a couple times, you know? You know, it's funny. I, I was uh, talking to Danielle a couple of days ago, Scott, and she was aggravated about something. It doesn't matter what you are. She's my wife, beautiful wife. And I said, you know, I'm about to host this radiothon, and a bunch of folks are going to come in who have, like, lost arms and legs. In your case, uh, your vision as well. And uh, they, they, they seemingly get through everything. So whatever you go, you know, she got so mad at me, by the way, Scott. <laughs> he said, <laughs> I listen, I love those people. I feel badly for them, but my problems are my problems. But it's true. The, the perspective, when somebody's in their car right now listening to you, they have to feel like they can conquer just about anything. Do you realize how inspirational you are right now at 8.30 in the morning in the largest city in the world? It's, uh, it's nice to hear, but I don't, I don't look at it like I'm just living my life the way that I hope anybody else would. God forbid something like this happens to them. You just continue to keep going. We only get one chance here. That's true. So now you are a Smart Home Program recipient. Yes, sir. The Smart Homes are amazing. Uh, I know, for example, my friend Ezekiel was on earlier. He's in a wheelchair, so he can't reach cabinets and stuff, you know, Scott. So they had to make the house so he can, he can reach everything, you know. In your case, uh, you can still walk. You've got legs. Uh, the, the, the vision may be an issue. Yes, what is the thing about your smart home that makes life easy for you? So uh, it's just the ability to do things in the wheelchair. If my legs are hurting, uh, it's just almost the same as Ezekiel's with, uh, you know, I can just roll over to the, to the counter and I could pull down my uh cabinets right so i can i can do everything in my house the same if i'm in the wheelchair or on legs uh the foundation did some like uh i'm trying to think of the word where the light switches are there's like a certain light that comes out uh originally we had done different colors that way maybe i'd be able to see what room i'm in uh now that i know the layout of the house i kind of just use that as a marker at night so i don't crush the walls right my hands right i walked into a wall the other day though i missed it i, I missed do it light. too and i got both my legs don't worry about it bro. <laughs> I hit it so hard, I was able to see for like three seconds. <laughs> oh yeah. How long have you been in this home? When did you get this? Uh... I got it uh, December of 2019. I was wow. part of the uh, the season of hope, so it's pretty cool knowing that there's families and, and guys and girls like me taking getting taken care of right around the holidays as well. Three years now in this home. So on the way out, and uh, you're a super guy, you really are. What is your message to Frank Siller and the Tunnel to Towers as a smart home recipient and seeing what we're trying to do here this morning, raise money for folks like you? Hey, it's a... Uh, Frank and his family are absolutely incredible, and it's not just the family; it's the whole staff. It's uh, you when you when you get a home, if you're in the unfortunate circumstance to need tunnel to towers, they become a second family to you, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they're they're always there, and it's much appreciated. And the fact that I can come up here and help out, hopefully help get the next guy or girl or family a mortgage that's paid off, so that way they can just worry about living in the now. It's 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 truly a remarkable organization. Another great American, my friend Bill O'Reilly, is on hold right now, so. Say hello to Bill. Wish him a Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, Bill.
<laughs> Good job, Scott. Thank hey, you, thank you for coming up today. God bless you. You really are a great American, a super guy. And I'm really happy that uh, Frank Siller and these people have made your life easier. You deserve it, pal. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you, sir. And thank you guys for what you are doing for the, the future. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's Scott Noakes. And we